death. He's got many faces. I love seeing Varys in the crypts. My girl. I've seen it so many times, I don't even need to watch it. How many times? <laughs> I've probably watched it. <laughs> I've probably watched it just as much as like the top 1% of like people who have ever, like, who have watched it like more than once. I like, I'm embarrassed to say how many times I've watched it. Dragons of Winterfell. Sansa's not happy. She's not happy. Enemy doesn't tire. She's she doesn't she can't trust anybody now. She she's learned not to trust anybody. The Battle of Winterfell, man. Cersei still doesn't give a fuck. Cersei's acting weird as hell. I promise to fight. She really is. I intend to keep that promise. Jamie's trying to get some honor back. Jamie's low-key the boy. He's done a lot of shit. He's done a lot of shit. That's in the past, man. Yeah, but people don't forget. Like, that can come back to get you. And Undead Horse. The Battle of Winterfell begins. How about Jorah? Jor Jorah stole the show. It's a Jorah like, In my opinion, he, he, looks, he looks like he's ready to go. Well, he's ready to get after, man. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to fight He wasn't some, supposed to be here. zombies. He wasn't supposed to be here. He's supposed to die of, yeah. Uh, what was for it? Real. What's that disease called? Grayscale. The grayscale. He's seen death too. That could be. Who knows? They yeah. all really have, like, in their own way. But I don't know. What, I think the biggest reveal is going to be like what the Night King is after. Right. Like, like what? What do they want? Exactly. That's a big, big like. That's that well, is how, that's what's deal. kept the show going for that so is the long. Big like, for sure. You don't know what the hell does the Night King want. The Night King wants like he's coming south. <laughs> Question: Do you think the Night King will speak in the newest season? That's a good question. <laughs> a lot of speculation if he, if he can speak, but I think I hope he does. I, I think he's gonna say some shit. He's I hope like, he does. Like Jon Snow. Gonna call him by name. I know. I know that in the books there's like an ancient. It says that they have an ancient language, the the White Walkers. So I I don't know. They, they weren't they the first were, men. I hope they. I mean, they were men. Like before. the Night King was. They were one of the first men. He was a human before. Right. Like before the the um, children of the forest turned him into a White Walker. So. There was comments from the guy that uh, plays the Night King. He said um, something along the lines <laughs> of like, the guy he's coming, CGI. he's coming south to like, he's coming south for a reason, and that reason is to like, fuck shit up, kill somebody, specifically. Jon Snow. Who that might be, we don't know. <laughs> we have an idea. Like it could be Jon Snow. Is that, is that balance in the world that needs to be preserved? The Night King is of ice. And Jon Snow is straight up fire. Jon Snow is fire and so, ice, technically. Pause. <laughs> like, he's fire, meaning he's a Targaryen, the truest Targaryen heir. That's true. So, I mean, the Night King has to counteract that 
imbalance in the world. Yeah, killing his ass. That's a that's that's potentially something. But but what do I know? <laughs> Who knows? I know that something's going on in the crypts of Winterfell. Was all the promotion is basically all gone down in the crypts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, but isn't that just because? You know, we're back at the, Winterfell. The and like all the the ancestry, like all the the secrets, and is coming to light. Yeah, I mean, I remember last season, uh, Senza was down there, and then Peter Baelish came, and he's like, yeah. Senza was like, yeah, not until Rhaegar came and kidnapped my aunt. Yeah, there's been a lot, a lot of secrets said in the crypts. <laughs> Was like, Baelish was not, he wasn't wanted in the Crips. John, John when John choked him out <laughs> in the Crips, that was. You don't belong down here. <laughs> yeah, you don't belong down here. Because he's screaming, man. Damn. Someone tells me that Peter Baelish knew a couple more secrets that would have been valuable I, to I keep agree. him alive for. You know what? A, th a theory that I think is possible, I think. Littlefinger was smart enough to realize, like, Bran would, Bran knew enough about what he'd done. And when he, when he gave him the dagger, and true, and Bran said, Bran let him die, and, and Bran said, uh, "Chaos is chaos is a ladder." When he spoke that line, like, Littlefinger knew that his time was about to run out. So what if he did something in that time? that will play out in the season eight. Like, what if he, like, did some magic down in the crypts? Because why was he in the crypts in the first Peter place? Peter Baelish man? doing magic down in the crypts. I don't know. He might have, he might have, like, to protect Sansa, he knew he was, like, why wouldn't he have just left Winterfell after he knew that Bran knew he was the Three-Eyed Raven? Like, Littlefinger knows a lot. and. Littlefinger, he comes from Bravos, man. But when he had like, that conversation with uh, Bran about the like, Valyrian dagger, Arya's dagger, yeah. now, when he had that conversation with Bran, yeah. you're talking. I think he knew, like, Bran knows everything. Like, he knows every, he, know he knows that I'm responsible for this. Like, you know? Like, he knew when he gave him that dagger, like, he knew that Bran knew. So you suspect that Baelish knew that Bran is the three-eyed raven. Well, but like I barely that, anybody knows what the three-eyed raven is. I think that is. he knew that somehow Bran knew that he was responsible for almost getting him killed in season one. Because it was his dagger. It was Littlefinger's dagger. Right. So. Oh yeah, he definitely knew. So why didn't Littlefinger leave? Like he knew that he was about to like Bran's not have a threat. The kid's a cripple. What? He's not a threat to... Yeah, but he could have told, he could, he did what he did. He told Sansa and he got himself killed. You know? Bran told Sansa about Littlefinger? Yeah. You sure about that? It's obvious. He got him killed. Like Sansa, Sansa sentenced him to die. Because of Bran. Yeah. I don't think so, man. But it happened. If you in think the show. of Bran's day to day, this dude is literally just. Praying, <laughs> he's Dude, just looking in the past, said, looking but, in the future, but, whatever like, he's doing. The scene where Littlefinger died. Let's not get into the politics of the scene where Littlefinger died. He said, "You, you like." He told him about what right. he did to Ned Stark. Yeah. So like, 
you got he he obviously told Sansa that was just like, the he's, icing. That he's was also the, the guy the that tried to kill me like right that was just the icing on the cake but do you think Bran's really going to Sansa and be like, yo, Sansa? It better uh, be if they're trying to beat the Night King. I think if he's Bran really is trying to if way he's really past trying to beat the politics at this point, bro. He's seen way too much to be even be concerned about whether Littlefinger lives or not. This, this dude is scouting out an army of damn near <laughs> however million millions of whites and white walkers marching south. At an alarming pace. It's gonna be crazy. Apparently, apparently, he's the he's the guy that has to be ready to defeat the Night King. Bran Stark. Hopefully, he's ready. How do you think he's gonna do that? Hopefully, he's ready. Kills himself. But yeah, the battle for Winterfell—that's gonna be the craziest shit I've ever seen. I heard like they said something about that in Entertainment Weekly that it was like the longest. Uh, ongoing battle scene in like television history yeah. or, something. It's, or it's gonna be the longest like longer than the battle of the the twin towers in lord, in of, lord the of the rings too yeah yeah and it's like apparently took like weeks to film yeah <laughs> i mean For, like eight weeks don't when you don't have time. a budget like or well you have a budget but it's a uh, large very budget. large large budget. they i'm glad that they're they're doing it justice <laughs> I feel they have like, to, man. They have to go all out. I feel like this they're gonna do it. History. This is history. Like it, it's got to, it's, it's the most watched show of all time. When they do like you know I how they make those right. those uh, documentaries like the two thousands, the nineties, when they do like the <laughs> yeah the tens. The show Game of Thrones better have its own episode. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just revolutionizing everything. No, it's gonna be fun. Where are, you, where are you gonna be on April 14th? Um, April 14th, hopefully I will be, I don't know, I haven't decided whether I'm about to watch it with people or <laughs> or by myself, I don't know. Right? So That's what um, I was thinking too. I, was like, I might either I be- I wanna just lock myself in a room. Yeah, like vibing, a bit, vibing in the room, like. <laughs> Absorb all of that crying. by myself. I'll crying. probably shed a couple times. I don't like, think, I don't think anything like, like major major will happen episode one nothing ever does happen like All nothing good. major ever happened but i mean one. this opening sequence of the army arriving to winterfell is going to be just like epic <laughs> that would be crazy i think Straight that will happen epic. sooner than later in the season you think that's going to happen later sooner than later i, I think season. it's confirmed that it's the first scene of oh, the series yeah them arriving what to winterfell. Well, yeah. that wouldn't make sense. Of season eight, that would be the first scene. Yeah, or the first in the first episode. Yeah, that's what they say in the article. Well, didn't you, didn't you see the other scenes in that trailer? What? Yeah, I've seen them. And there's like people alive from Winterfell after the battle. Well, if you're saying that's going to be the one of the first scenes of the series, what the Battle of Winterfell? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying them arrive or. Uh, Daenerys is on. Oh, Jon Snow and Daenerys yeah. back at Winterfell. Yeah, we're arriving at Winterfell. I think it's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be epic. Like, it already is. And then there's already, <laughs> you know, disclosed scenes. Sansa saying Winterfell is yours, yeah. your grace. Yeah. Already not looking epic. too happy. Not looking happy. Looking a little uh, uneasy about. Sansa is the new Baelish, bro. She's gonna be the new Peter Baelish. 
<laughs> he taught her everything she knows. That would be interesting. I mean, hopefully she's stay. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? She's also learned a lot from Cersei. What if she teams up with Cersei? What if Cersei brainwashed her? Uh, From when she was a child? Yeah. And is actually still, like, loyal to the throne? Who knows? Season 8. Get out of here. Now you're just talking crazy. That's a a (laughs) tinfoil tinfoil theory. Now you're just talking wild. Have you been on... The Reddit threads for like Game of Thrones season eight, and what um, and what people are saying. I've looked a little bit. I've seen, I've seen some theories, but I, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos too of theories. That's normally what I go to. YouTube, they have some crazy theories. Have you heard the yeah. one that like Jon Snow is, uh, or like the Night King's name? Was Jon Snow a bastard from the north? I have heard that one. I'm not familiar with <laughs> the specifics or anything like that. That one's pretty crazy. Yeah. And like that he awakened, like started marching south when Jon Snow was born. Because Jon Snow was not Jon Snow. His name's not Jon Snow. That's just what yeah. they call him for safekeeping. His name is Aegon Targaryen, correct? Yeah, yeah. So Ned called him Jon Snow to protect his identity. Oh, yeah. Well, this man has a heart of fire. So when that (laughs) happened, the Night King was like, oh, it's time. The prince has been born. Or what what, what do they call, like, the hero that's supposed to come? Azora High. Yeah, Azora High. It's like, born, like, it's time to march south. Like, the prophecy... (sighs) I don't know. I, I magic is definitely it's back in the realm. And dragons are here. I, I think it has. It's gonna have something to do with like the Lord of Light. Oh, that's gonna definitely uh, play a part as well. Melisandre, Melisandre, who is notably absent from the trailer. Yes, she was not in the trailer. Um, something to do with what Varys Brand heard. was in the trailer. Was Bran in the trailer? I didn't see Bran. Briefly, him and Sam. We're in the trailer. Oh, talking, yeah. That Sam like looked really yeah, scared. He looked, he, yeah, and he, breath of cold air came out. Um, yeah, I I'm not familiar with like the theory exactly, like the Azor High theory, but it they've mentioned it already. Like I think it has to do with season eight in some way. Definitely for sure. I don't know how it'll manifest itself. But but we'll see and those main the main religions of like the game of thrones world is you know like the lord of light light of the seven the light of the seven those like the two biggest ones yeah religion is gonna play a part in in what i i think it's gonna be connected in some way to the night king and like the old gods and the weirwood trees and Magic and dragons. It's going to be great. There's, <laughs> like, there's a lot of fantasy going on. It's going to be insane. But, I mean, the Lord of Light religion, I mean, there has to be some truth to it because Melisandre straight up brought back Jon Snow from the dead. Yeah. Using the words of that religion. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there has to be, has to be some truth to that religion. Yeah. I had... Some... Whether it be good or bad. I mean... I had some theory in my, like, I was just talk, like thinking my way through a certain 
series of events and somehow i came to the night king is the lord of light <laughs> bro that's i've heard of that i heard, like I don't he's know a, how he's I a zora high i don't know if i heard it somewhere or, but yeah the, he's like the lord of light and like i don't know i i, I, so they all I have no idea the, how i got the night king is a god <laughs> Huh? The Night King is a god, and yeah. all like just like are praying to the Night King. Yeah. Except he's made out of ice. Yeah, and he's like requires like sacrifices and. That's shit. crazy. Well, does it seem like the Night King can't be burnt? Can't seem like. Not with regular fire. So that like maybe dragon fire. Drogon can straight up just like breathe his last, like his biggest breath. On the Night King, and the Night King will literally just be standing there, like, "What's good?" Because he's walked through fire. He has regular fire. He is definitely immune to dragon fire. Maybe he gets burnt by a dragon. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe he gets burnt by a dragon. We'll see. <laughs> maybe the dragon burns him, but he comes out unburnt. And and all the ice is off of him, and he turns back into like a regular man. <laughs> and, then, and then he helps. Then he he's the one that helps like defeat Cersei or something. <laughs> you hear this man's Im- imagination just turning right now. So, what do you think about um, Tyrion Lannister and his true identity? Because I I believe that Tyrion isn't actually a Lannister, and that Tywin Lannister all these years just said that he was kind of like what Ned Stark did, like just claimed that he was a Lannister. To save face. To save face. To, to make his family. To like, empower his family. Yeah. To make but it in, like reality, intact. Didn't, in reality. He didn't, he didn't want his, his wife um, to be known as someone who was with the Mad King. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And he there was, is a lot of like animosity between Tywin and the Mad King. sure. For sure. And there was a lot of tension going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's very, very possible that Tyrion is actually a Targaryen. And that's very true. He's interacted with these dragons. Yeah. And they were just like, what's good, Tyrion? Like, they're checking him out. They didn't hurt him at all. They could have easily... They were starving in a dungeon in Essos for, like, weeks or whatever, months. And they literally just saw Tyrion and was like... What's good? Yeah. So, he so far, him, him John, and Daenerys are the only ones that can that have touched touched the dragons. Yep. <laughs> so, it's the, the a, three riders. It's a possibility. I think John is definitely gonna ride Rhaegal. <laughs> oh, that would just be like. <laughs> I think that 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 scene in the or that shot in the trailer, that that all but confirms it when they're walking up to him. Um. You think he's gonna hop on one? I think he's gonna hop on one. I think I think we're not gonna see it in the, the first battle. I think we're gonna see it in the second battle for King's Landing. For King's Landing? So when you're saying when the White Walkers get that far south, do they get that far I don't, south? I don't know. Either either they're gonna retreat down to King's Landing or they're going to come up. Or there's Either they defeat him at Winterfell. Who knows if they win at Winterfell? Because what if the what if the battle? But somebody's Winterfell. gonna survive the battle of Winterfell. What if that's and they're gonna the have to go break. south? Huh? Well, what, what if Battle of Winterfell is the last stand? It might be. Winter might fall at, at 
winter fell, winter might keep going south. Who knows? If you saw the the, the teaser before when uh, it was the Dragonstone board, you know, where ice like started freezing the board yeah. and then fire yep. came up from the yep. south. And then there was like it, they met in it's the like a wall of, of dragon at like the neck. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do. <laughs> Who knows? They they've done a really good job. It's like like keeping oh, it a secret. Sure. And, and the people that work on the show have done a really good job of just like not spoiling it at all. Like it's so easy yeah. to like yeah spoil it can easily when it consumes your life. It can easily. They've had problems with leaks in the past, and like I mean to an extent, but yeah, this year is nothing's come out. Will Will there be a new Wall. Is that possible? I think anything is possible. You look <laughs> in this world definitely. But you look at the wall as we know it, and it's like this like massive structure. With ma- with magic carved into it. With magic, right? Yep. It's ice, like a massive freaking ice wall that goes on for miles like across like it's freaking like unreal it's like what is this thing yeah, massive, like, where, where did this thing come from massive structure so, so is it possible that the way the first wall was formed I mean, is going to be very similar to the way that a second wall could be formed I, they say that Brand, Brandon the Builder raised the wall thousands of years ago what does that mean I don't know <laughs> who knows what that means but what does that even mean I also, something that just came into my head, like, when Little Littlefinger and Varys were talking I, in the throne room, and they were talking about the, the Iron Throne and how it was a thousand blades. Earlier on the season, yeah, right? Or in the series. Forged by uh, Blarian, the Dread. Right. Thousands of years ago. And then Littlefinger says that that's a lie that we've been telling ourselves. It's not even, it's not even 300 blades. It's like 200. And it's a lie that we keep telling ourselves. Like, what is it? What does that mean? Like, is anything that we've been told the truth? Like anything? There's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of secrets. About like the history of like why the walls there. Like about why the Targaryens even rule It's a good point. Like, it's a good point. Why, like, what does this even mean? And I, and I feel like they, also on that same note, I feel like they have to reconnect this story back to the Children of the Forest. Children of the Forest, yeah. because they were, like, one of the first ones yeah. there. I mean, hopefully we see some flashbacks, some more flashbacks. We need some I, more I'm flashbacks. I'm praying for some more flashbacks. We need flashbacks. From Bran, like... They, they need to be explained. That would be crazy. If, if they flash back to, like... Like when King Robert killed Rhaegar. Re- Old Battle of the Trident? Yeah. If they nice. flash back to that, or even just like showed a couple flashes of it happening. It a young King Robert. Epic. In prime form. Epic. This Rhaegar in battle? Like, yeah. Sweet. Robert in battle? We saw, young, we saw young Ned. He was, he, he was pretty good. He's he couldn't, couldn't beat Arthur Dane, but. Bobbit. <laughs> It's better than my father. Father. 
that's, that was epic scene. I think we're going to get even more epic scenes. That's probably one of my favorite episodes in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Going to see some more direwolves. Hopefully the ghost returns. Yo, speaking of direwolves, I was doing some research on direwolves earlier this week, and like they were out, they were actually out here. But I heard that they weren't as big as people, like they weren't as big as in size, at least as uh, the show makes them out to be. Like they were like, you know, the modern gray wolf. They were like probably so they were the biggest. They exist in real life or existed? They existed, but now extinct. They're just like. They're as big as, like, the biggest gray wolves you can find now today. That's, like, how big they were, but that's still pretty fucking big. Yeah. Yeah, there's some big fuckers. Apparently have the, the biggest or the, like, the strongest bite of a canine, canis, for sure. whatever that category of dog wolf is. The wolves but, uh, today are huge. Yeah. I'm trying to get rid of some. Apparently there's, like, a problem you would know more about that <laughs> the whole that's a whole other issue but uh speaking of wolves we have two of the stark wolves still alive as we know ghost is out there somewhere i think ghost nymeria nymeria's out there with her squad ghost and nymeria thing yeah, Lady's gone, Summer's gone. Ghost could be gone. Shaggy Wolf. You don't even know. Like, yeah, everyone else is... Grey Wind. But Ghost, maybe, and Amiria. Yeah. I think we're definitely going to... I think we're going to see both of them. I think well, we're we see Amiria. I think we're going to see Grey Wind. She's just like a... Or, or, not Grey Wind. She's like a pack leader. What's up? Amiria's just like a pack leader now. Yeah. Like the, the regular wolves. I think they're going to they're gonna come... Help out? I think they're going to come help that would out. Be sweet. I think they're going to come. They're going to come. They're going to get, they're gonna get active. Either that or they're going to come like undead. Some like reinforcements. I can see the Night King. I can see a ghost coming, on, like, coming back undead. That would be crazy. That would be. Come on. Apparently, we're going to see a lot of ghosts, they said. Because, so. like, the ghost was in the wilderness. And, like, this army came. I mean, they're past the wall. Yeah. They were on the east side of the wall. They crossed the east side of the wall, but they're past it. So if Ghost, I mean, made it... If he's going to come back, he's going to have to be on the, come through the east side of the wall, which is an army of millions or whatever, thousands. Yeah. How many, how many like, whites and white walkers are with the Night King and that army? Like, give me a number. I can't remember. I think they said, they said 100,000. 100,000? That's scary. Yeah. And, and in the realm... But it's like, only growing. And it's only going to grow. In the realm, they normally, like, fight with, like, 20,000. Like, 20,000 is like a... Oh, you have a huge army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be epic. I think it's going to be on the scale of Twin Towers, like... Helm's Deep. It's going to be Helm's crazy. Helm's Deep type battle. Oh, yeah. That was, that was one of my favorite battles. I think it's going to be crazy. I mean, those, Legolas. those shots of, like, Jamie and Arya fighting in the flames, like, that's going to be crazy. In the new like, trailer? Yeah. When they're, when they're fighting in the flames. Jamie and Arya side by side? Not side by side. Oh, okay. Um, there were different shots. That'd be cool. But it looks 
I mean, Winterfell doesn't look like it's it's going to be up in flames. It's going to be completely torched. Who knows by what? Maybe Dragonfire. Maybe who knows? What if what if Khaleesi, Danny, just turns on the entire deal and finishes what she came to Westeros for in the first place? Her mission just to become. South. The head of the throne, yeah. Just abandons everybody? I, I don't know. I can't yeah. see him. I can't see him just there's throwing lot, it all there's away. There's been a lot of backstabbing. She looks like she looks like she's pretty comforting in the trailers. I think she's she's trying to get along with everybody. But she doesn't have to be sacrificed. <laughs> That's that's a theory. That's one. The one red one's gonna be theory. like Jon Snow. You have to kill the queen. Wow! In order to defeat the Night King, the Lord of Light she told might me be, she might she might be telling the truth. And then he's gonna be like shit. She might actually be telling the truth. She's right. Like she might actually be right this time, but maybe someone maybe they won't listen. She's been right before. Not not all the time, but she's been she's she's made things happen before. But she she wasn't right about Stannis. No. But she saw John. She saw. <laughs> Not at one all. Of, one of the one of my favorite Melisandre or Melisandre lines was um, before she brought John back from the dead. She said, "I saw him in the flames, <laughs> battling at Winterfell or fighting at Winterfell." Stannis. No, he was talking about. She was talking about John. Talk about Jon Snow. Yeah. But I don't know if that was for, I feel like that was, because I mean, it, it's a, it happened before, it happened before the Battle of the Bastards, so I, she could have been talking about John fighting during the Battle of the Bastards, but oh, I right. think that she was foreshadowing the fight at Winterfell in season eight. That's a good call. Fighting in the flame, or saw him in the f- flames fighting at Winterfell. That is a good call. Yeah. And so, you, I think what I think back on is um, Khaleesi's, uh, when she was in the hospital and dying, and like the first room she walked in was the Red Keep, and it's like snowy, cold, yeah. empty, dark. Yep. The throne room? This room. Yep. The throne room is just like, looks like winter came through and like just. Dis- but, but, like, what else did she see? Cal Drogo and, like, her kid or whatever. Yeah. So it's, like, maybe those things were, like, things that could have been that didn't. I mean... Yeah, like, she was choosing her destiny, like, what she really wanted most. And she... Because she, she was about to, like, reach out. She was reaching out for the throne, and then she heard the dragons, or... Or she heard like a baby or something. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, she chose, she chose the the dragons, whatever that may mean. She also said that she'll finally see Drogo when the sun rises in the east, or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that line that they always tell each other. My moon and my stars. That might have something that might play out in season eight as well. I, I'm just excited. I'm very excited. I'm more than excited. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be insane. 
I think the dragons are going to be killed. I don't think a dragon makes it out alive. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, throughout the whole series, you just see all these dragon skulls. Like they're all, they're all like, they all end, like die. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't thought about it, but I can't imagine ending with like dragons are back. Like there's gonna be like a bunch dragons, of dragons. Like. <laughs> yeah, like I just yeah, yeah. like. Dragons just won't. They'll serve their part. They'll serve their like. Pur they'll do their purpose. Like, they'll serve their role. But then, they will be killed. I think. Like, are dra do dra all dragons like lay eggs? Like, are they got even the guy ones? Like, <laughs> there's two dragons and they're both. I don't know. If that is a good point. Both guys, but maybe dra Maybe that's the thing. Like dragons, even guys can lay eggs. I don't know was much about the dragon academy. Reproducing, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they can. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but I can't imagine season eight ending with like a bunch of little baby dragons. No. no. But it's. I hope not. Dragon. Yeah. How would you want it to end? What's your ideal oh ending? How do I want Game of Thrones to end? <sighs> I. I honestly, I don't see how it's how it can just end. Like, cause like life will go on in Westeros, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, maybe unless I can't see. One thing I can't see is everybody being dead and it just being like Night King, frozen wasteland, cutscene, no. end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, I can't see that happening. That's what that's what it seems like is gonna happen. That seems like the most likely ending. You think so? I mean, have you seen this army? Have you seen the Night King? Yeah, what he's been I mean, doing? But took out a dragon in the sky with one little javelin throw. I mean, we'll see. It wasn't a little throw, but it was a, it was a big time throw. But still, I would. I don't know if that would leave me satisfied and like have everything come full circle with just right nothing. Like you would think. Can, you would think that the way it ended would be more than that. But I'm saying, given the circumstances. That they're in right now, I don't. I don't see. I don't see them like. I don't see a lot of people surviving. For sure, I think many, <laughs> many will die. Like, but and maybe, maybe all of the heroes die, and like the people win. Like Sam Tarly, and then, and then like, and final scene is like life going on rebuilding in Westeros. You know, it's so gonna maybe. be a tough task. But none of our, like, John's dead, Daenerys is dead, like, everybody's dead. All the characters that we know and love yeah, die. Yeah, all dead. But the people live on. Maybe. That's a good way to look at it. The people. That'd be a nice ending. Varies. That'd be a nice ending. Bittersweet, I guess. Super bittersweet. But that's how they've, they've described it, as bittersweet. Super bittersweet. But I could see it ending in a way that, like, in, like, a history repeats itself type deal with, like, you know, connecting it to like, uh, you know, this prequel that, you know, has been circulating the rumors of a, of a prequel being made up about the Game of Thrones series. Yeah. I can see it like connecting to that, setting up for like the next big Game of Thrones series. Yeah. And like, you know, kind of like has like, I feel like this has happened before type deal. Because there's been like big wars between like the first man and like the Valyrians and. Yeah. And similar events happen all the time in Westeros. I think 
think that's like one of the things that they they go on. Right. Yeah. But this one is a little bit different. Yeah. We'll see. We nothing is nothing is see. like like it goes back to Littlefinger's comment. Like <laughs> we might have been lied to. Like, what if the the Mad King wasn't like mad? Like who knows what's mm-hmm. who knows like mm-hmm. who knows how Aegon actually took the Seven Kingdoms. Like, Bro, I feel like Bran was talking to the Mad King like from the future or whatever from the quote future. Bran went back in time, started talking to the Mad King, and he was like. Burn the mall or burn the wall. Yeah, burn the wall or something along those lines. Got, like sound, sound like a whole like deal. Like a whole yeah. yeah. It got like misinterpreted. Got misinterpreted as burn the mall, but like he's really talking about like the White Walkers yeah. or something like and that. Nobody will listen to him. And everyone's like, "Yo, this dude's fucking crazy." And like he like maybe he put wildfire like plants a wildfire underneath the King's Landing and put it all over these places because he knows that the White Walkers. He's having visions of the White Walkers marching on King's Land, and he needs to like trap them and like blow them up or something. I don't know. So like you're right. Like who knows? Maybe like, his maybe the Mad King was he may his have the story like twisted good. this yeah. whole time. And he was he was nobody would listen to him. Thought he was going crazy. Right. I I who knows? Tywin's out here like yo. We need to take this guy out. Yeah, even his own son is like, who's with me. <laughs> but he was just trying to He's just, save. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Very good points, man. It makes you think. It does. And it makes me that much more excited to watch the series premiere. Eight, April 14th. Season We're about a month now. away. <laughs> a month away. Just about a month. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a worldwide event. Global worldwide. event. Worldwide. I remember season seven when that was uh, airing uh, two summers ago. Like on Twitter, it'd be like Game of Thrones trending worldwide for like a week. People should let us know if we should do, like, episodes on each episode. Oh, for sure. Of the the Game of Thrones. Yeah, let us know. My mama said be strong. I never am alone. That's that shit I'm on now, that's that shit I'm on My mama said be strong Trying to get my money longer, pay off all the loans I never am alone Yeah, that's that shit I'm on now, that's that shit I'm on My mama said be strong Be strong, be strong It won't be long, be long Baby mama said she wanna wear some long. It's gonna fit all of her tones Padding on the cover Say it won't be over And they are with me Because I'm linking up the stars My mama said be strong Trying to get my money longer Pay off all the loans I never am alone Yeah, that's that shit I'm Star Wars here, Antonio Brown 84, Mr. Big Chest Sources say that he's agreed to a trade I say he's agreed to the trade because this dude was supposed to go to Buffalo and help us having none of it. The story with Buffalo is that the, the, the Bills were getting the idea that he was not going to be reporting to practice. Like he was going to be like a bad player if he got traded to Buffalo. And so they're like, you know what? Like it's not even worth it. 
and we're already spending like way too much than like than we want. We'd rather just kind of just look look elsewhere, free agency, draft picks, whatever, and yeah. not deal with it. I think that's way too much power to the to the players. Like I I understand the players wanna play where they wanna play. I understand that. But how are you gonna how are you gonna say that you're not a distraction when when you do stuff like this? Like, I don't have an ego, quote Antonio Brown. Like you're a diva. Like I don't have an ego. <laughs> like this is that's what what I don't know. I, I grew like I grew up with players not complaining about where they played. Like, I mean, at least not publicly. You know, like they had right. some they had some integrity to them, and like they didn't they understood like people actually care about these teams, and like if you're gonna badmouth your team, badmouth a team, like the fuck you're coming at a whole city, like you're coming at a whole state, like have some integrity, have some like pride. That's honor, true. Like, That's true. In what you're doing, like. Like what you're what you're doing is like is like on the same le- is like entertainment on the same level as like uh, a gladiator like it's sports like right. it's like a, the Olympics like you have honor like <laughs> in that that's where I ca- that's where I came from that's what how I came up like playing sports I don't know what these these dudes are all about like being in the biggest spotlight nowadays. He wants a big time market. Yeah, that's for and, sure. And I mean, I understand it, but I think that's why ratings are down at the end of the day. Like, who wants to see these guys, these like prima donnas, run around here? Like, they want the, they want like everything, like perfect for them, and like on and off the field. It's like, can't she just like be a normal person? <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, Antonio Brown's not a normal person. Like he's he's not, he's not, he's not humble at all. He's not like, he's not down to earth. Like he's just, he's, well, you see, I mean, I mean, he's, he he does good. He does good. Like he, I'm not saying he's not a bad person, but like as a teammate and like team player, I think that you should be like, have some honor and like integrity and like wherever I'm going to go like I'm you know give my hardest like effort right so you don't think he's he gave it all for the city of Pittsburgh and the Steelers organization no 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 or or, no I I think he 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 gave his his, he gave his effort to I'm sure he's a great player he's a great player like he's a hard working player like but you got to do that wherever you go like you have to honor your contract and it's like part of being a, an adult, like right. being a man. Like you signed the contract. Yeah, but who knows? Like maybe maybe Buffalo wasn't the right move for his camp, his family. Like that's true. You know, like maybe who knows? Like maybe he has like family out in the Bay Area, and is like there's a lot. That was like a of, better There's a lot move. of people that that like don't start families in the NFL for that exact reason. Like like. It's a it's a business and like you can be traded at any time. True. Like, that's why like you have the choice in that. That's true. Like you know what you signed up for. He could have he could have done anything with his life. He didn't have to be an NFL player. Like that is true. He said it himself. He said he doesn't need football. He could he could do whatever he wants. I I, I couldn't get behind a guy like that. <laughs> like, 
I think with I, Antonio, I think he's a great player though. Great no, I mean, player. like like I said, like arguably the best receiver in NFL right now. Six round, six round draft pick. Trapped in the sixth round, 195th overall pick. With Western Michigan, wasn't it? Or Central, Central, Central Michigan. Michigan. Central. And I mean, I think what he did for like the Steelers was like, I mean, he was phenomenal. Like he gave it, like he balled out. Like he did. And I think he genuinely like wanted to win games. Like he wasn't just out there for himself. Like he wanted to win. Like he's a very competitive player, and like he wanted to go out and win football games for the Steelers. Oh yeah. But I think what was going on behind the scenes was that the Roonies, the the family that owns the Steelers. Yeah. We're not giving him the same, you know... Treatment. Treatment, like, gratefulness or just, you know, overall... Um, you know, like, treatment, I guess, is the best word for it. Compared to Big Ben. Compared to people like Ben Roethlisberger, people that have been with the organization maybe a little bit longer than he has. Yeah. But he still contributed, although he hasn't contributed Super Bowl rings to the Steelers, he still has contributed <laughs> great play... Like, he's been a part of AFC Championship runs. I mean, yeah. Like, and, he, and that's bullshit in itself. Like, these, these ownership should be treating everybody the same, in my opinion. Like, come on. Like, if you're running a, if you're like running a company, how are you going to, like, treat the best, it's the best like, bosses? Like, you got to treat them. You got you to gotta treat everybody. Right. At least make everybody feel like. That they're they're like, on the same level, right. especially when they're all players. Like, yeah, the one might be a few more years tenured, but like, I think that's how the best teams are made. It's like top down, like ownership has to treat everybody like they're equal. Like, I mean, but, obviously, but I think, Big I think is like, gonna have like a say, like his word on on like. Personnel might be more important than Antonio Brown's. Like, I'm not saying these players know how to like run a team, but like, uh, I think as far as treatment of players, like, that's like an employment, um, like necessity. Especially for someone that's a star receiver. <laughs> you can't a star receiver. Yeah, the best, arguably the, the best, best of the best in the league. Like, he has a genuine argument against. Yeah. If he's saying like he wasn't being treated like the best receiver in the league, yeah, then he probably wasn't being treated like the best receiver in the league. For sure. And I like I know Antonio's a diva and everything, but like, but then like you, it's like that two still sides. doesn't give you the excuse to like say I'm not gonna play for this team just because it's not in the ideal location. True. <laughs> True. But who knows? Maybe the Steelers were trying to like get him to a team where he could. You know, not be as prosperous. Yeah. You know, that's to be I mean, like kind of Buffalo a compromise would have, when Buffalo you trade. Would have been probably arguably like the worst place that he could have gone, right? One or like a second year, third year quarterback. One of them. Like, and the Raiders are going to Vegas. Yeah, and yeah, he's perfect for the Raiders. I mean, he's perfect for the Raiders. I mean, if you want, if contract have, is... be like, if he wants to do this uh, whole, I'm gonna be my own person, like. I run the show around mm-hmm. here. Go to the Raiders. Like, they'll let you do that. Right. Especially with Gruden. I think the fans will love him. He's, he's, he's a player's coach. Like, 
I mean, he's, he's, he can be hard. He's, I've always liked John Gruden. Like, he can be a hard ass too. He, he can, can be, be a hard, hard ass too. Like he knows what he's talking about, but he's also a player's coach. Right, I mean, 30, I don't know him personally or anything, but he, that's what he seems like. For, for sure. sure. I mean, he did the Gruden quarterback camp and all that. Exactly. Yeah. But thirty-one million dollars guaranteed over three years to Antonio Brown. $31 million guaranteed could potentially make up to $54 million over the next three years. $19.8 million per year in new money. So, I mean, hey, he got what he wanted. Fresh start. A lot of money. Big market. For sure. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Like, like he said, like he, had, he had an interview with ESPN. He said he knew his worth, and he wanted to make sure he was getting what he's worth. And that was uh, appreciation as well, because apparently he wasn't being appreciated. So, I mean, uh, maybe the Steelers can learn from this. Hope, hopefully Antonio Brown has learned from this experience as well. Because I don't think he's, he's anywhere near being done. Not at all. He's still got a lot of gas in the tank left. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Seen, his quarterback situation, like, we'll see what we'll see what his quarterback situation <laughs> turns into. I think Derek Carr's trash. We'll see how much Big Ben relied on him, how much he relied on Big True. Ben. True, that will be interesting, interesting to see. And the NFL needs to schedule a lot of Raiders primetime games so we can see what's good with Antonio Brown. Yeah, we don't get to see a lot of <laughs> AFC football. On the NFC side of things. Yes. Uh, in contrary, Mike Zimmer has been in the news recently. Have you, have you seen what Mike Zimmer has been saying? Um, I was paying attention to the Vikings around, like, the combine time, but lately I've been, I've, I've kind of slacked on. And Spielman. On the and Spielman has been in the news as well. Are, as well. They they're saying that they're having a, they have a lot of confidence with Kirk, saying that they're arguing that second-year quarterbacks, historically... Yeah, in almost all cases, play better, significantly better in their second year versus their first year. On yeah, I've a, heard that on a new team. I have heard that statistic, and I th- I think it's going to be true. I think he's going to play better. I think the numbers are going to be you know similar, but I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do better because I think we're gonna start working on the O line in this offseason. Oh, the old line, and I think he's gonna have more time. He's not Boy. gonna get hit as much. And he's gonna have less turnovers. Similar numbers. I don't. I don't know if he can. He he might throw for five thousand yards. I don't know. I don't know what the next offense is gonna look like. I'm not familiar with the next. Oakland I heard they're switching to a zone blocking I'm not, offense. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I I know they want to run the football, so I don't think the numbers are gonna be like five thousand passing yards. I I, I do. Like, I hope fifty touchdowns. I hope too. <laughs> If that's what they're going for, if that starts, if that works, but I think to start off they're going to be zone, zone team, zoning it up, out, win on defense. That's what Zimmer wants to do. I don't necessarily think it's like what the NFL is going for. <laughs> like the NFL is a pass first league for sure. Definitely now it is. And I mean, if we're, we're going to try and shut them down on D, we also need to work on our defense. <laughs> this is true. We don't have a perfect defense yet. No. 
I think we're good. We're about to we're about to lose possibly bar. We have I think we Anthony have Barr's out here. <laughs> we have to we have to move money around. So we'll see what we can even possibly do. Like there's a lot of different outcomes with uh in shaping up with uh, the draft coming up because we're slotted at 18th. Yeah. A first round draft pick is when we're we're up first. People are arguing that we could draft down, get some more picks, but quantity isn't always over quality. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what's available. I th- I think that I think that if the best player available is also if it also fills a need, I think that's the perfect the perfect situation. It, it doesn't happen all the time, but like it can fill a need. It might not be the first need. And then we can address like bigger needs in other ways. I think that we should go with uh, the best player available. Who, who sure. you, what positions would you say are our number I think, one? I think guys are going to drop. Guys will inevitably drop to us, and I think we 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 need to go with the best player available. In what categories? What positions there's, do we need? There's too many good D linemen. There's too many good linebackers. The defensive line like this year in the draft is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Too many good edge guys. <laughs> crazy. Like, I think, yeah. And then, I mean, the cornerback situation, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but. I yeah, agree. There's a lot of defensive players that. We we some too good to pass up on some that might be too good to pass up on for an alignment. You see, for the old line, like is there will be alignment in the second round, yeah, third round that you can potentially. It's a deep O line class too. It's not always like the fact where you have to just like and the fact that other teams are want this D D line defense draft. They want they want they want this too. Sure, these guys. There's plenty of teams that are going to draft the best available defensive player. For sure. So we might have to be in there because we have defensive needs. <laughs> like somebody's got to say it. Like no, our sure. defense was Absolutely. not perfect last year. So, I said we. I uh, mean, it was it was good, but we got carved up sometimes. <laughs> we need to. Um, I mean, Quentin Nelson was a perfect example of like a guy in the draft last year, can't miss. guard, yeah, who just came in the league and just made an instant impact for Indianapolis. Yeah, but like. It doesn't always hit like that. Like sometimes, like the best available offensive lineman isn't gonna produce. Like he needs some years to develop. Yeah. And I mean, I think you can't just fix an old line by drafting like the best tackle or guard. Sometimes you just have to. I feel like sometimes these old linemen have to just boss up. Yeah. They like, they will be getting dr- driven like four, four yards back. You better any come given ready play. if you're going to be playing. It's you're like, going to be playing oh. online. These days, you have to you have to be a hit first. Like you have you have to have that mind mindset. Hammer nail. Yeah, you can't be the nail nowadays. So yeah, Quinn Nelson, he's like the ideal. He would he would be perfect for the Vikings if they, if we could find the next Quentin Nelson. In this draft, oh my take god, eighteen. If they think that they run can behind find him, him every single think, time, if they think a guy. Like Bradsbury, Garrett, Garrett Bradsbury, 
they think uh, Cody Ford can be, or if we want a left tackle, we can go Greg Little, Dillard. But if we think we can find the next Quentin Nelson, that fills the biggest need, and it could possibly it should be the best player available on the board. Take him. Take him. Take him. Well, wrap it up, Dan. We good? We covered, what did we cover? A lot of thrones. A lot of thrones. Wrap it up, Dan. We covered a lot of, uh, what else did we cover? The draft, obviously. Let's talk about Antonio. The Antonio Brown article will be will be up very soon tomorrow. That's right. Hit the link. Please shut up. Please shut up. .com. That's P-L-Z, shut up .com. And that's a wrap. Wrap it up, man.